girl. Welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast is all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Girl, I'm so excited that you're here for today's episode because we have a juicy topic that I think you're really going to resonate with. It's this idea of keeping score and how it can really negatively impact our relationships. And sometimes we're not even conscious of it. I honestly think most of the time we're not even conscious of it. Where we're doing this like tallying in our head, whether that's in our relationship with our significant other or with our girlfriends or our coworkers or our family members. And unfortunately, us doing this, keeping score thing, and trying to prove to ourselves that we're showing up better in that relationship than the other person is creating this like distance. And we're not really getting that depth of connection that I know we're craving. And it's interesting because I wanted to talk about this topic because of last week's topic on the podcast, which if you didn't check that out, it was an episode called Pep Talk. If you struggle with asking for help, this one's for you. That's literally the title of the episode because I'm learning in real time how to really lean in and ask for help and that there are really people that want to help support me. I just have to ask, right? And that's creating more depth of connection. But this episode, I want to get into more this concept of keeping score because sometimes as humans, although our intentions are pure, I believe, you know, we take this finger and we point it at other people and we say, they're not showing up in a good way, or they're not doing enough for me, or they're not as supportive as I want them to be, or they're not X, Y, Z. But I think it's really powerful when we recognize how we can take that finger that we're pointing at other people, flip it back around, point it at ourselves and say, what can I own here? What can I own in this? Because we're the only person that we can control. You know, the people that we love, even the people that we've been married to or that, you know, your kids or your family, like you can't control how anybody thinks about you and you can't control how anybody's going to interpret your behavior or your actions, but you can always control your own thoughts, which drives your perspective on other people and also the actions that you'll take right? So it's like this extreme, like really like a radical responsibility that we can take, hopefully from today's episode to really recognize if we are doing this thing where we're trying to keep score. For example, let me give like some context to this. If you are married to someone, maybe you are noticing that you are doing this tally thing in your head where you're like, oh, I cleaned the kitchen. My significant other didn't. One for me, zero for them. And you're like, oh, okay, I showed up and I did school drop-off, one for me, zero for them. Oh, look, I made this, you know, the kids' lunches, one for me, zero for them. Or maybe it's, you know, I'm the one that is making more money than they are, one for me, zero for them. Or in friendships, it's like, I'm the one that always initiates us meeting up, or I'm the one that always picks up the phone and calls. Okay, one for me, zero for them. Oh, look, they're going through a hard time. I'm the one that's supporting them, one for me, zero for them. However, that shows up in your relationships with your parents or with your siblings. Like, are you accidentally doing this? And when I say accidentally, it's not that it's not 
I'm not like wanting you to take responsibility if you're noticing that you're doing this intentionally. But often I really do think it's subconscious. But if we bring it to our conscious awareness that we're doing this, then we can actually take action from it. Right. And I don't want you to beat yourself up if you, if you're like, Oh no, Kate, I feel like I'm getting called out because as you know, this podcast is a very come with me. Let's figure out life together type of show, which means I've noticed that I've done this in relationships previously and it just didn't serve me because I know that you care about chasing your big dreams and goals and building a life that you're obsessed with. Like that's what we care about on this podcast, right? You wouldn't be listening into a personal growth show called empower her if you didn't really want to step up and empower yourself. But at the same time with that empowering yourself comes taking responsibility and bringing those subconscious things that aren't serving you to the conscious mind so you can actually take action. It doesn't mean beating yourself up if you're doing this, right? So to kind of frame this in a way that I think can be tactical is sometimes we notice the way that we've made sacrifices for other people, but we forget to put ourselves in their shoes, So I'll give you a real example. My husband, my now husband, Sina, and I have been together for 15 years. We started dating when we were 19 in college. He was visiting me up at Western, which is like 80 miles north of Seattle. He went to school in downtown Seattle at University of Washington. And he was up there visiting a friend. We met at a house party. I was drinking Burnett's vodka and I was chasing it with Arbor Mist wine. That was the stage of life that I was in. Okay. Fast forward, he was applying to dental school and we both lived in Seattle But he lived with two guy friends. I lived with two girlfriends. And when he was applying to dental school, we knew that we would be moving somewhere in the country because we wanted to move together. He ended up getting into NYU, which was like the dream city I wanted to live in. It was amazing. We were so excited. We moved there. As soon as we moved there, we moved into a 600 square foot apartment. I still remember so vividly. It had one window facing an alleyway. And back in 2014, this apartment cost $2,500 a month for 600 square feet with a four floor walk up. Okay. I literally had to blow dry my hair in the kitchen because the outlets didn't work in the bathroom. But like, oh my gosh, we are in this magical new chapter. Well, at that time, he was going into a four-year dental school program, which means he could no longer work. And I was now, you know, at the time I was working a corporate job, I was working at Google and building a business on the side, my very first business back in 2014, which was in network marketing. And I just made this conscious decision. I was like, I'm going to support us financially for these four years. And then when you get done, we'll see what things look like and whatever, right? And I do think that at that time in my life... I was keeping score, right? It was my first time really feeling a lot of pressure. And it was our first time living together. It was our first time away from family and friends for, you know, like we were 3,000 miles away from our family and friends. And although I feel like I was good at this most of the time, there was definitely some times where I was like, I'm doing all of this work. I'm working full time and I'm building this business on the side. And I was the one that was financially supporting, you know, supporting us. And he was in school and he was working his butt off. But I do think that there was a part of me that was keeping a tally in my head. I'm not even sure it was conscious. I think it was pretty subconscious, but it would have me getting frustrated with him of like, I'm just doing all of this work, right? Like I'm working full time and I'm building this business. And there would be a couple of times that I can recall during that first year, especially when we were roommates, where there was a lot of transitions, but I was keeping score and it really just didn't serve us. So what I think about when I think back to that time that would have been helpful, but I didn't have this tool in my toolbox then. So I have to give myself a lot of grace for how I showed up then is if I would have started to think about things from his perspective, 
right? We often think about the sacrifices that we're making. So in my case, I was sacrificing a lot of sleep because I was building a business on the side of my full-time corporate job. Um, and he was full-time in school, right? So he was doing clinical rotations and he was studying all the time and he was doing all the stuff. Like he was really, really busy. It just wasn't bringing in any income because he was in school. But you know, when we think about the sacrifices that we're making, we don't think about the sacrifices that the other person was making. So while maybe I was financially supporting us, he was absolutely emotionally supporting us, which if you've ever built a business or you have started something on the side or even like a podcast or putting yourself out there, there was so much emotional support that I needed to feel confident enough to put myself out there. And I was like hanging on by a thread. Like the way that I built my business back then is so different than how I build my business now, where it honestly felt often like I was like pushing a gigantic monster truck tire up a hill. And I was full of so much doubt because I had no proof that I could look back on because it was my first ever business. I had no proof that I could say, see, last time I did this thing, it worked out. So I was really struggling with confidence. And Sina was there cheering me on and rooting for me. And it was the best emotional support that I could ever ask for. But still subconsciously in my head, I think there was part of me that was just kind of, you know, I don't know, just us being roommates my first time ever, like feeling like a lot of this pressure from a financial perspective that I was keeping score in my head. And if I would have continued to do that for the entirety of our relationship to this point, fast forward, you know, nine years later, I would have so much resentment towards him. Right. But then I started to get conscious of it. I was like, I'm noticing that I'm keeping score. This is not fair. Right. I want to be on a team with someone. That means that sometimes we're going to take turns. Right. For that season, it was me financially supporting us, him emotionally really supporting us and getting him through school so he can make his dream happen, which ironically, his dream changed, which I love even more that he ended up leaving dentistry. But beside the point, right? Girl, if you are anything like me, you might find out about a company or a product that you love and then you want to tell all of your girlfriends. So I feel really excited when I get to tell you about things that I love. You've probably heard me on the show talk about ClearStem before. This is my favorite skincare line. It's completely non-toxic with no hormone disruptors, which I know a lot of you, maybe you specifically care about. And it's also anti-acne with anti-aging. And I use so many of their products. I literally use their face wash, their scrub. I love their serums. They have one that's called Bounce Back, which is kind of like their Botox serum, but again, without all the crap in it. And their moisturizers. I could literally rave till the end of time. And especially if you just love a good nighttime skincare routine, Hydra Berry Moisturizer. You wash your face, put this moisturizer on at night and let it seep into your pores and you wake up and your skin feels like a baby butt. It's so juicy and nice. I love it so much. And what I found has been really difficult for me to find until ClearStem created it was non-toxic sunscreens. And they've got one called Sunnyside that just brushes onto your face, which is also great. You can use it for kids and you can put it on over the top of your makeup. And then they have a really amazing sunscreen that also is non-toxic. That's not a brush on. It's an actual like... um, like like a wet sunscreen. You know what I mean? Anyway, I highly recommend that you check out their line. They're so big on education. They post amazing content on their website. They've got skin quizzes and all sorts of resources to help you get to the root cause of what might be causing some of your skin issues. But they also just have amazing products that can help you with anything that you're working through. So head to clearstemskincare.com. Make sure you use code Kasia, K-A-C-I-A. That'll get you a sweet discount on all of the products. And that's how you help support the show. So let me know if you have any questions. And if you snag something, one of my favorite things is when you slide into my DMs and you're like, Kate, where has this skincare company been my whole life? I love this product too. Um, Because I just love knowing what you're vibing with. Now, without further ado, let's dive back into the show. 
So when I say this in particular to the concept, like context of a significant other relationship, are you noticing that you're doing this? And is there an opportunity for you to, number one, have a conversation? If there's a conversation that needs to happen where you are asking for help unapologetically, because sometimes we're getting frustrated with someone that they're not showing up the way that we want them to, but we haven't even had a real conversation with them about it. Right. And not a conversation of like, I need you to do this, like pointing the finger at them, but more so like, this is how I'm feeling. I'm feeling so overwhelmed or I'm feeling really anxious or I feel like, you know, I'm constantly the one that's like cleaning up the house and doing everything after I get home from work. And like, is there any way that we could figure out a way to tag team on this more? Like, I want to be on a team with you. I want to feel like we're in this together. And maybe there's just a conversation that needs to be had because you're building up this argument and keeping score in your head and it's starting to build up resentment and you're not even recognizing it. Right. And I'm saying this with love because what if you're literally just one conversation away from a completely different relationship? It could be that easy. Not, not easy. Could be that simple because that might honestly be all it needs is just to be a conversation that's had today. Right. Or maybe there's an opportunity for you to reframe your perspective at large and to start to look at things from their perspective. Because we can notice all of the ways that we're sacrificing in a relationship, but are we noticing all of the ways that that person is also sacrificing in a relationship? Like, what are they doing to support your family or to support you or to be in this relationship or whatever that is? Like, if we're using a significant other relationship as an example, but same rules apply with friendships, right? Like, how have they showed up for you? Are they just in a season where you're unintentionally, you know, subconsciously keeping score of how much you're showing up for them? But there's been other seasons where they've really showed up for you. Like, can you put yourself into their shoes and think about the relationship that you have with them from their perspective? And sometimes I've noticed this even when I've been frustrated with people before, where I'm like, okay, I can think all of these things and I can look for all the evidence to support the thought that I'm thinking about this person. But what if I were to put myself in their shoes? How are the ways that like I maybe haven't showed up? the best for them or that I could be frustrating to them or I could be annoying to them or I could have misstepped, right? And it's like finding this balance of not doing this in a self-deprecating way because I want you to be on your own team. I want you to build confidence. I want you to have radical compassion and grace for yourself and not start beating yourself up for like, oh my gosh, this person sacrificed so much for me or oh my gosh, I'm showing up as a sucky friend, but more so just to treat yourself as a human. And sometimes, you know, we've talked about this on the podcast before, people have certain roles or relationships to us or a certain title that we've given them, whether that is like husband, mom, sister, best friend, whatever. And then we've got all of these expectations that we're not even recognizing our expectations that are driving our perception. And when they don't meet these expectations that are completely arbitrary that we often made up or society gave us these expectations, then we're keeping score in our head and saying, oh, they didn't show up the right way. One for me, zero for them. One for me, zero for them over and over again. And is that actually supportive and conducive toward the type of relationship that you want? And here's the caveat. It's maybe there are some relationships in your life that like, you know, for sure you need to create some distance with. I'm a big proponent of paying attention to how I feel when I'm with people. Do I feel like I get to be a fully expressed version of me? Do I feel inspired? Do I feel like supported and like, this is a mutual friendship And how do I feel when I leave them? Do I feel drained or do I feel uplifted? The people that I feel that way about that are all these positive things, I give them more of my time. The people that I don't feel that way around, I create more space, right? But this is more the conversation of 
keeping score and the relationships that you know you already have and want to continue to have more depth and connection with. Because I don't want to feel like I was you know, creating a marriage unintentionally that was going to have all this resentment because I was keeping score in my head, right? But instead it was like, the way I was able to release that is I was like noticing that I was doing that. Like, why am I doing that? To me, marriage is that we're on a team together. So like that was the season that I supported us in this way. And there's going to be different seasons in the future. And we're going to tag team and we're just going to do this for forever, ever until we're like wrinkly old people, right? That's my goal with marriage. And with female friendships, I want to feel like a friend that's going through a tough time can lean on me. And I'm not tallying in my head like, oh, look, I had to show up for them again. Oh, look, I had to give them advice again. And there's a different conversation if this is a one-way relationship. But sometimes it's seasonal, right? So I think it's really important that when we are thinking about relationships or when we notice ourselves pointing the finger, that we flip it back around and say, what can I own here? How can I think about our relationship, whether it's significant other, friendship, coworker, best friend, parent, whatever, how can I look at the relationship from their perspective? We're maybe noticing all the sacrifices that we're making, but are we noticing the sacrifices that they've made? And not in a way to beat ourselves up or to, you know, feel like we're honestly just like digging at our own confidence, but instead to say like, we're all humans. We're doing the best that we can with the tools that we have. That's literally an assumption that I go through life with. It's like, I just assume everybody's doing the best that they can with the tools that they have. doesn't mean that I'm always right, but I feel good if I'm assuming that. And I give that same grace that I give to the world. I give that to myself too. I'm not perfect at this because again, I'm human, right? I'm allowing myself to make mistakes and learn as I evolve. Because when you know better, meaning like you've got this, you know, that's once in your subconscious, but now it's in your conscience, then you can do better, right? Then you can make different decisions. You can have a different perspective. So I want you to go through today or whenever you're listening to this podcast, maybe tomorrow, and notice if you are doing this tallying thing in your head and any of your relationships, one for me, zero for them, right? And then... If you are doing that, again, don't beat yourself up about it, but now it's conscious. So how can I start to see things from their perspective? Is there a need for me to have a real conversation with this person about how they can help me or what dynamic change needs to happen or how we can feel like we're more of a team if it's a marriage, right? Or as a friendship, is there another way that you can like support that person that you're not the go-to person for that person for every single thing in their life? Like creating those healthy boundaries, but also knowing that the intention of creating a boundary is not to keep people out, but instead to create better like relationships, more depth of connection, because I want you to chase all of your dreams and all of your big goals. And I want you to get everything you want out of this juicy life that we have, this one shot that we've got here. But I also want you to get where you want to go, look around and love the people that you have around you, love the person that you became in the process and feel like you really did show up for these relationships. Because what's the point of all of this? Getting where you want to go and then not having people around you that you love? Right? We can be so intentional about creating better relationships, but it's going to involve us doing the thing like, you know, taking the humble pie and shoving it in our mouth. And I'm saying this to you as a friend because I have to do this too. Right? The finger that we want to point at other people, we got to flip it back around, point it at ourselves and say, what can I own here? And ask ourselves, is keeping score hurting us? So, I hope this episode was helpful for you. As always, if it was, please tag me on Instagram at KeishaGetMary or at EmpowerHer.podcast. I love to hear who's listening in so I can personally thank you, but also because I want to know what topics you're vibing with. 
and I will talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.